welcome back to the Superhuman Mind. My name is Abram, and this show is brought to you by the full remote company called Maker Minds. As I'm running the company by myself, it's uh, not so funny to um, present it as a sponsor. But uh, for any virtual co-pilot services you probably need, I, of course, uh, want to recommend um, the services to support you guys focus on your main business while uh, all the surrounding areas will be done by our virtual co-pilots. All right, let's jump in now to Superhuman Mind episode three of the podcast. This time... I will be a bit more open. I did the last time some uh, cuts in the podcast. I was uh, unsatisfied with some um, parts uh, while speaking. But this time I want to just take it uh, more natural. And uh, I made some notes this time. So the notes will help me to just keep the track of what I want to say in this episode. So let's just jump in. I told you in the last episodes what the podcast will be about. Then I used episode two to explain my own story. In, the, in this episode, I will start with the topic of mindset. Because I think this is a very important topic at the one hand for you and at the other hand, it's just something I really want to talk about to share my own experience and my um, decisions I made in the last months or years and how it shaped my mindset. All right. So... What you can imagine is um, if I, uh, when I came to uh, Germany, I was a little kid. I started to go to kindergarten and then to school. Then I jumped over to university. And of course, at this point, I was thinking of a big career as a software engineer. So when I started working for um smaller corporate first then for a bigger one I had the dream to become a software architect the reason for that was because there was an, a software architect in the team and I wanted to be like him of course um, building up the whole architecture for a software project And finally, um, having a deep understanding of how architectures, performant architectures will be built. Another option for myself is the coding part. And I was really not sure in the beginning if the coding part uh, wouldn't work. Of course, every... Um, software engineer or IT person always has the opportunity to become a project manager in IT projects. So imagine, guys, I was this uh, little software engineer having the big dream of a big career and uh, thinking of becoming an architect or an 
project manager in a big corporate. So I started to work in this uh, big corporate and I was so proud, I can tell you, um, in working in uh, nice um, big projects, learning a lot, working in team work. So um, I was pretty happy. You know, I was not kind of desperate or unsatisfied uh, thinking of quitting my job, not at all. And that's the interesting and important uh, part. Uh, this, um, yes, life point I was. So I was just doing my job. I was happy with everything. Uh, there was then um, a milestone where I had to go to another city for a longer period of time. And for me, it was on the one hand, it was like um, um, uh, exciting. And on the other hand, it was uh, scaring me because being uh, for a longer period of time away from my family and friends in a, yeah, another city, finally, um, it, it was scary. And when I started this project in Hanover, it was in Hanover in Germany, I met some guys, they, you, you have to imagine, I, I was working for the Central Bank of Germany in a software project. So I, I was an uh, external um, software engineer from another company, they bought in, and then there were four other external employees, and all of them were freelancer. Now you can imagine if you are working 11 months with these guys and uh, going for lunch with them every day, at a certain point, they will poison your mind. <laughs> they will show you how to play the game in a different way. So all of them told the same story. At a certain point in their life, they decided to quit their job because they built some kind of self-confidence to think they are able to do the job they are doing for the corporate um, for their own, so on their own. So 11 months with these guys and there was um, an idea in my head and it was like a virus. So I really couldn't stop thinking of getting self-employed. Time goes by and at a certain point I decided for myself, even if everything was uh, fine, and I was super happy in my company. Um, I just wanted to try it. I wanted to give it a try to just find out if it's something for me to be self-employed or if it's not. And you can imagine I told my parents about it and they just 
couldn't handle it in the aspect of I was never telling them that I was unsatisfied or unhappy or disappointed in any uh, aspect. So my mother asked me, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to go that risk if everything is fine for the moment? But in my head, there was this virus and he was uh, growing, you know, um, thinking all, all the time about it. And then I did it. It was, I want to describe it here because uh, a lot of you guys probably are thinking about it or uh, thought about it in the past and then throw it away again. I just want to explain the process here. So what you have to know is I was thinking so much about other people way more than I was thinking on myself. So first of all, I was thinking what my boss will say, what he will think. I was thinking of uh, the aspect that I was working in a pretty important project where I became one of the lead developers for a product my company built. So it was pretty hard for me to make the decision to quit my job because I was thinking of the opinion of other people. And the last thing I did was thinking of myself. And from the point of view I am right now, I am really um, yeah, fascinated by the fact that I was thinking so much about other people instead of listening to my heart and then to my brain um, and listening to my, yeah, to the aspect of self-confidence I built to even think about the step. All right. So when I quit my job, I wanted to become a freelancer. So I wanted to make more money, to be honest. And I thought if I can earn more money, I will buy more time from that. Obviously, you can work like seven months, eight months, and you could do like two months, uh, some kind of vacation or just taking off in a row without asking anybody. And uh, that idea was quite fascinating. But when I started freelancing, it was on the one side, it was really exciting. I was writing my own builds. It was super interesting to figure it all out with the taxes. And um, of course, dealing with a customer now on your own. But I quickly realized that if I continue like this, I'm just keeping to change my time for money. So it's the same game I was before. It's just paid higher than before. I was quite confused at this point because I was not knowing what to do next. I wanted to become self-employed. I became self-employed and I was still not filled. 
So again, I want to explain this process here. I think this is where I can bring you the value of how I felt and uh, how the process went to thinking about something different. So I was searching for, for the next big thing, but I was so confused as I was again thinking about what other people will think now if I, yeah, I don't know, quit the freelance career, quit again, and doing what? So the more I was thinking about what to do, the more um, parallel thinking started related to how much I achieved until then as a freelance software engineer. I earned some good money and I bought um, the house I wanted all the time living with my family in it. So... At the same time, I was thinking of my home country and then the big change was just starting. So the first thing I wanted to, try, to, to think of and try out was becoming an entrepreneur because I was thinking of returning back to an employed state from freelancing was not possible anymore in my head. But on the other side, if I was thinking of um, starting an own company, I was really scared again. So I really didn't know what to do. The more I thought about my own feeling, my mindset, and yeah, what then, what my goal was, my overall goal in life, I realized that deep in my heart, I wanted to support my home country. So the idea came because I just was, um, yeah, I was comparing my life as a guy who moved to Germany from Kosovo and looking at the people living in Kosovo, I was making the comparison of why I am the one who is living in Germany, leading a great life with a great job and all stuff like that. And other guys are suffering, be becoming perspectiveless desperate and the only thing they can think of is leaving their own country as I did many years ago to make or to find a better life. At this point I was asking myself can I make a difference and so I started the company MakerMinds. Now, what I want to tell in this episode is not how I started the company because parts of that I explained last time. What I want, or what I'm more um, curious of or motivated of is explaining to you guys the process of a human being 
um, like me from the beginning of my career to um, wanting to becoming great in a corporate to quitting the job, becoming a freelancer and then becoming an entrepreneur finally. So all the things happening in my head leading me to the point to take the risk and try another form of working and of course of living. So I'm slightly now drifting to my, from my own story, drifting to the aspect of digital mindset from maker minds. We are promoting the concept of digital mindset. And I just want to make or to create the bridge now to this concept. So what is digital mindset from the point of view of maker minds? And of course, by that of myself, it's the awareness of opportunities provided by technology and it's affecting the personal and the business aspects at the same time. What you have to think is if we are thinking of an employed person and a self-employed person, there are some crucial differences. But what I want to make sure right now is that because you know there are some coaches out there and they are using the same phrases to trigger something they are saying you are not happy if you are employed so become self-employed and live the life you want to live based on your own rules and that's not just wrong it's very difficult uh, or very uh, dangerous um, in the aspect of trying to inspiring people to become self-employed because there is an important thing you have to know. The important thing is, are you happy or are you kind of desperate? If you are happy, in my opinion, everything is fine. And you don't have to change anything. Now you can say, all right, Abram, but you just said that you was happy too. So what happened? And what I can say now some years later, probably I was kind of happy, but something was missing. And there was something happening inside me I just didn't realize and finally ending up getting this idea of becoming self-employed and trying to move in the direction where the sound, where the call came from. So this is happening until this day. Things are calling and I just try to follow. 
So if we are talking about digital mindset, some things I want to mention are very important here. If you think about the limits in your head and if you are think about your self-confidence based on your skills and mindset, and that's very important, based on your skills and mindset, then it becomes pretty interesting because if you are the person who is saying to yourself, you can't become self-employed, you want to, and that's important, you want to, there is an idea of it, but you just can't do it because you are too young, you are too inexperienced, you are uh, waiting for the right moment and for the time being, it's just not fitting in your life. Why I'm saying all these arguments, they, are, they were my arguments. I was telling myself all the time. So the other thing is, based on your skills, you learned until this point and your own mindset of thinking what you are able to do, there are things that will support you and things that will hindering you. So you can imagine if you have some great skills and you feel yourself as a valuable person of the society, you have a much bigger self-confidence than most of the people out there. And your mindset, if you are... Uh, you know what? I, I want to explain this here. The difference in mindset is divided in two aspects. There is a fixed mindset and there is a mindset of growth. The fixed mindset is, I can't do it because nobody's doing it. Um, I'm just the person I am and I will not be able to do anything outside my, my limits. And that's true because you can't do anything if you can't imagine it for yourself. So what I want to say is you have this fixed mindset and you will stand still. And that's very critical if you are the person who want to achieve something more in your own life. So there is the mindset of growth where you start to self-improve and it will never stop. You will just self-improve. You will say, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Over and over again. And you will make small steps to your milestones and then this, these milestones are becoming bigger and the objectives are becoming bigger but your self-confidence is growing as well. So we are doing more and more stuff. I want to tell you something here. With the age of 24, 
I bought my first flat. So it was something very, very big for me because I was not imagining from the point of an asylum seeker that I would ever be able to buy a real uh, a property in Germany. And two years later, working like crazy, saving money like crazy, not spending it for dumb shit, I bought this house for my family where we all moved in and making my wish come true to stay together with the family. And this is a mindset of growth because I was not even thinking of being able of buying a flat and then two years later I bought this house. So I also quit my job to become a self-employed person and then I quit that to become an entrepreneur. You can now, uh, don't get me wrong here, I don't want to tell you guys in this podcast how great I am. Um, it's just not the point I want to tell you because I want to create value. The most important thing here is there was a development of this Abram guy. Um, I was I was a normal person who just wanted to make a career and then things were changing. My mindset was changing and I built up a self-confidence that I can tell you guys I think I'm able to do anything right now. I can do, can start one company, two companies, three companies. I can impacting the world by inspiring people, by teaching them how to do digital work like I'm doing right now in my home country. And my mindset is just growing. My limits are being destroyed by this mindset. I want to talk to you guys about work-life balance. It's something we are hearing over and over again. People want more work-life balance. What is interesting, if you are diving in into digital work, you will realize that re digital work, remote work, finally, so work you can really do location and time independent will not support only work-life balance. It will lead to a work-life merge. Now for some people this is scary because work-life merge, it was the same for me, it sounds a bit like there are no boundaries anymore between work and spare time. And I will be honest to you, because I don't want to hide anything or lie to you, it's really like things are merging. So you don't know anymore at what time you are working or taking off or living life. But now I want to tell you something very interesting. For myself, I'm combining currently traveling around, I would say, the world, so more Europe, but I will, or I, I was traveling also outside Europe and still getting things done. And some of you out there will say now, all right, but that's not real holiday. 
And when I'm on holiday, I don't want to work. I just want to relax. And I earned it because I work so hard every day. And now I can say, try to figure out if it's a mindset of thinking about work. Um, because I really can't say it's right or wrong. But from my point of view, because I have to say it, I love to work. I love Mondays. Holy shit, you can't imagine. So probably this is a lifestyle matching to my um, values, to my ambition. But whatever you do, you have to figure it out for yourself. What I just want to say is if you are getting to the point of digital work, it's getting really, really interesting in this work-life merge because most of the time work is becoming something you love. And if work is something you love, then it's feeling in many different ways like spare time. It sounds crazy, but it's exactly like this. All right. I'm just watching at the um, podcast duration because I really don't know for how long I'm talking right now. I think I really hope it's it's a good podcast episode uh, until now. It, it's, it's probably a bit unstructured, but I'm proud of myself just not making any cuts. <laughs> All right. One more thing. If you manage to become um, um, happy um, employee or self-employed person or um, something in between, the most important thing is you will or you want to find your dream job to live your dream life. I think this is important. Find your dream job and by that you can lead probably your dream life. And that's it. So the last thing, the last topic I wrote in my notes here is self-determination and self-realization. So now we can really come to the point of the hierarchy of needs But I think from, from my point of view, it's really like, like the aspect of um, thinking of self-determination or self-realization is the highest point you can reach because there are so many things and we know the hierarchy of needs like physical needs and uh, uh, security and um, something like honor. <laughs> And then the last stage is self-realization and self-determination. So in my posts, in my social posts, if you are looking at them, I am often saying something like, live life based on your own rules. So what I want to say by this is not uh, just do some stupid things, but try to become kind of independent, I really can recommend this. 
it's not about uh, if you are um, loving your job in an employed state, this is fine, but don't be dependent from your employer. And the best way to become some kind of uh, independent is building skills. So this is another aspect of the superhuman mind. Building skills will make you a valuable person in our society. I'm saying in our society because if I'm talking about skills, for you it sounds like learn to program or learn online marketing, but you know, soft skills are also so important. And I'm not starting with it right now because then this podcast is getting out of control, but I will make a known episode of soft skills, of awareness, of all these so important things um, making you much better in controlling yourself, controlling situations, and really controlling your environment. All right. The last thing now. (laughs) Um, If you are getting to the point where you have this wish to live life based on your own rules and um, doing self-realization work, you will come to a point to, I said it before, to work and travel at the same time. You will be able to start your own ideas. And if you are starting your own ideas, it will motivate you so much. You will love what you do because you choose it. And um, this will make you so good at what you are doing. Everything I'm saying right now, I'm saying not from uh, because I uh, I read it in some books. I'm telling you guys from my own experience. Something very important for myself, and I hope like more people are moving in this direction, is helping others, inspiring others, and sharing knowledge. This is one of the greatest things I, I'm doing right now. So when I see people, I'm talking about my cold showers and they are thinking like, what's wrong with you or my keto diet. And some of them are just trying it, you know, just giving it a try. And they are calling me or texting me and they are saying, yo, uh, thank you very much, bro. Uh, I started to cold shower and uh, after some time of pain, I'm uh, grateful that you told me about it because I'm so fresh in the morning and stuff like that. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good then, you know, it's pretty egoistic. I'm feeling good helping others. Finally, with, by help, by helping others, you are impacting the world. There are small steps first, but they will get bigger. So when I started the company in my home country, Kosovo, I probably, no, I changed the life of my team members. So all of them, but not the last one who started, but the first employees uh, sorry, I said employees, I hate this word. Um, the f- first team members at Maker Minds had uh, not so much experience in the field of digital work. They, j- they were just jumping in. 
And if I look at them now, and they are so professional in what they are doing, I'm just proud of what we built together. So there are two components of my wish to help, but on the other side, the motivation, the engagement from the team members to take the chance and fire things up. All right. I just started to talk and um, probably I want just to connect the last thing before we, we end this here because I think the, this episode is getting uh, long. Um, I'm sitting here in, the, in my hotel room and I'm on an event right now. It started today and it will uh, continue tomorrow and it's so um, interesting for me like in what fields I'm moving myself by my engagements. So I just can recommend this to you. For example, today, um, the event I'm, I'm in is about digitalization of the diaspora to support their home countries. And you can imagine this is exactly what I'm doing. And the event was so good to meet other people from the diaspora, but also from other countries Uh, talking about e-learning, e-health systems, talking about how they engage uh, with their home countries. And uh, I'm so, you know, there was a point today, I was so grateful for having the opportunity being here. And what I can tell you is in another dimension, I, I was probably just a guy... Oh, I would be just a guy who, um, yeah, having a normal life, you know, and, um, yeah, going out on the weekends, living the normal life. I, I don't want to say that it's bad or something, but I just realized today I am making some experiences which are making me so rich, and I'm not talking about money right now, but they are making me rich in my experience and in my um, view of the world and inspiring me and motivating me to just continue and to having the drive of yeah helping others. And this is the thing, wh what I can say here is, which is really fulfilling and enjoyable and motivating. I think these were some uh, final words to end this podcast. I really hope you liked it. Even it was probably a bit of unstructured, but we shared some thoughts and this is all about the superhuman mind. See you next time, guys. Have a nice evening. Bye.